Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the Payout Scouts Super Bowl special. We are dying to be here. We are excited. Uh, you know, there's the expression, this is like their Super Bowl. And for gamblers, the Super Bowl is like their Super Bowl. Uh, it is the biggest gambling day of the year. Even people who don't usually gamble get into gambling on this day. Uh, you know, the classic score square when you go to a Super Bowl party, obviously not this year with the pandemic, but in recent years when you, you know, if you have the correct score at the end of a quarter, you get paid out. Everyone gets in on the gambling act on this day. So a very exciting time. A gambler's dream is the Super Bowl. You can literally bet on a million different things. And uh, before we get into our picks for this week, why don't we just look at how we got here? We have 43-year-old Tom Brady facing 26-year-old, I believe, or 25-year-old Patrick Mahomes. Uh, quite a discrepancy in age, but how do we get here? Whoa, we see the Bucks win on the road against the Green Bay Packers, their third straight road victory in these playoffs, defeating them 31-26. Uh, if the Packers go for it on fourth down, maybe we're talking about Aaron Rodgers in the in the Super Bowl here. Hey, gentlemen. But uh, unfortunately, Matt LaFleur, or, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, is a bit of an idiot. So uh, we, we do not see the Packers in, in the Super Bowl. We see Tom Brady in his ninth. Uh, and then we have on the other side of things, the Chiefs fairly handedly take care of the Bills. Unfortunately, I was really rooting for the Bills, as were many people. But uh, the Chiefs are clearly not here to mess around. So, gentlemen, before we get into our picks, uh, I just want to know your general thoughts on the Super Bowl. How are we feeling? I don't need to know who you're picking yet. We're going to say that to the end. But how do we feel? I, in my opinion, this is one of the most exciting Super Bowls we've had in a long time, just based off the matchup on paper. But uh, I want to know what you guys think as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, couldn't have asked for well i guess you could have gotten a, a more exciting matchup if you're in my opinion because I, I am a chiefs fan and i think that uh i'll get into it a little bit later that there could have been a bit of a uh, more exciting matchup but uh of course the the passing of the torch so to speak i guess yeah. the tom brady uh patrick mahomes obviously we don't know yet who's going to come out on top but um this is definitely a sort of passing the torch moment yeah, this is this could go down as one of those one of those moments that documentaries are made about, you know, depending on how the rest of Patrick Mahomes' career goes yeah, on. Yeah. We obviously have the in my opinion and I think in a lot of people's opinions, the the uh unchallenged goat in Tom Brady going to what I think is one of the few people skill wise that has the potential skill wise and setting wise in Kansas City to you know, theoretically challenge him. Uh, you know, I, I don't think anybody would, would disagree with saying that they could see the Chiefs winning, you know, five Super Bowls in the next decade if they can keep the majority of this core together. So uh, it's, I think it's, I, it was my dream Super Bowl because I, I love to see, I love to see the stories with it. And there's no better story than the goat passing the torch to the, to the young buck. Yeah, they say you can't write sports. Sports kind of write themselves, and this is another instance of it. Uh, how can you uh, – you can't write this, right? The old – like you said, the old buck passing the torch to the new gun. And I agree fully with what you said, Pat. If there's anyone who can surpass the undoubted GOAT Tom Brady's legacy, it is Patrick Mahomes and the situation he's in, locked in for the next 10 years in Kansas City. We'll see. Here's a chance for him to really start off his career pretty hot. Two Super Bowls in his first five seasons. <laughs> not not too bad if you ask me. So uh, let's get into it. You know what? We're going to kick things off. The first thing you can bet on for the night in main markets, there's some weird secondary markets. You can bet on literally everything. But the first main market thing you can bet on for the night is the length of the national anthem. Now, last year, Demi Lovato, everyone was saying it's going to go over. Demi loves to stretch out her notes very much under. I believe she was like 20 seconds out under uh, on the over-under. So this year, 
We have someone by the name of Jasmine Sullivan. I'm not going to lie. I don't know who that is. And we have Eric Church, who I know who he is, but I don't really listen to his music. Someone who knows three of his songs, so we're calling him the resident expert, is Patrick Harrison. So, Pat, over-under is set at a minute, sorry, uh, 119 and a half seconds, which is basically two minutes. Do you think it's going to be over two minutes or under two minutes? Because 120 seconds is two minutes. Patrick, what are we going? What are we going? I'm going over. I'm going going over. When I hear Eric Church, the first thing that pops in my head is the song Talladega, which is a slow song that really draws those notes out. Um, with the just on the Eric Church side, just Jasmine uh, Sullivan. Sullivan. Jasmine, Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan. No idea. No idea. Okay. She is a Grammy winning or nominated artist. So okay. Okay. She's a Grammy nominated artist that we don't know. So it's probably not because of her. Uh, songwriting it's because of her you know vocal ability so she's probably going to want to stretch out those notes like we thought Demi would um, yep. and I think that combination suits well for an over I, ju- I just feel I feel I feel very slow with this okay. that they got so I'm, I'm taking the over yeah I like much like you Nigel I don't know really either of uh yeah the, no idea. their body of work but uh, I went on Spotify I did my uh my research here and I listened to <laughs> The first three songs on both of their playlists and slow as hell, let me tell you. So okay. I, I love the overpick here. And I also did some research on previous anthems. Um, six of the past eight anthem renditions have gone over two minutes. Uh, okay. So it, that in combination with the research I have done of their music, I feel like the over is the the smart bet here. Yeah, I re- like I agree. I think it's going to go over as well. I think when you have a duo, it's obviously not going to be very fast. It's, you know, you, you got you to gotta play a little back and forth. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. Demi screwed me last year by not going over. I really was, you know, when it came to that last note and she needed like 20 more seconds, I'm like, just hold this note for 20 more seconds, please. But she, she didn't do that. So, you know, a lot of people lost a lot of money betting the over last year. But it's coming back this year. I agree. The over on the anthem. So we have a conclusive payout scout locks uh, or payout scouts lock on the first one here. Can uh, I, length uh, of ink. Yes, Patrick. What, one, what do one, we have? One more point yeah. I just thought of. You know, as, oh, yeah. as Super Bowl and COVID times, you know that the NFL is going to be putting together a, uh, a montage. A montage, a yeah. montage thanking yeah. you know, yeah. first responders and frontline yeah. workers. Yeah. So I would not be surprised if they, you know, draw this out so we can get this, uh, we can get this sentimental slideshow in. Yeah, I, I was actually going to say that. Uh, really shitty year. A lot of shitty stuff happened. So, yeah, we have a nice little thank you, frontline workers. We have, I believe, there's over 10,000 frontline workers at the game, vaccinated frontline workers, which is pretty awesome, uh, who who the NFL are paying and Robert Kraft are paying to go or are paying for them to go, which is very great. And, uh, yeah, I agree. I think we give them a nice little video tribute, which will hence make the anthem go a bit longer. Glad we're all in agreement there. To be fair, the under right now is minus one thirty eight, and the over is plus one hundred. So if you get on the over right now, like we all think yeah, it's going to be, that's good value. You can make some pretty decent money if you're feeling a little ballsy, throwing some decent cash on length of anthem. All right, gentlemen, we, we've done length of anthem. The next thing, they take the commercial break. We come back. We have the flyover. We come back. We go to midfield. I can only imagine it'll be I don't know who the captains are going to be for this game. Maybe Tom. Maybe Pat. Probably not. It'll probably be some other guys. But we have the coin toss. Only one from each team this year because of COVID regulations. Uh, coin toss is very simple minus 105 for each answer heads or tails uh last year it was tails i'm gonna go first tails never fails eight of the last 13 super bowls have had tails tails never fails tails minus 105 
Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that uh, 100%. I, 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 once again, I did some heavy research for these picks. So, I mean, yeah. uh, you're getting the best out of us here. Um, Heads has won 25 times in Super Bowl history. So, 47% of the time. And 29 times was tails. So, 53% of the time. So, it really is a toss-up yeah, when you yeah. look at it. But it is leaning <laughs> tails. Um, and... Yeah, just going back to that saying, tails never fails. Yeah, tails yeah. never fails. Well, yeah, exactly. And really to answer this, we have to look back to history, right? Uh, in Christianity, a lot of people believe that there's the Ten Commandments, right? Thou shall not kill, uh, thou shall love their, thou neighbor. There's actually a Eleventh Commandment, little known about. Uh, it was written by Moses uh, before he parted the Red Sea. It was, thou shall bet tails... Because thou tales never fails. Oh yes, it is written in stone. Like a lot of people don't know about this, but it's actually yeah. the eleventh commandment. So I went to, to Catholic school. I is, didn't. I didn't. Uh, learn yeah. That one. <laughs> yeah. To bet heads is to bet against God Himself. So yeah. keep that in mind when you're when you're placing this bet. Tales does indeed never fail. This is the uh, kind of religion uh, education we got at Dundas Valley Secondary School. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it was a public school, so we didn't have to learn anything about religion. But <laughs> all right, so conclusive tales. I mean, everyone loves tales. Betting heads is so boring. I the tails yeah. side of the coin always looks cooler. Who wants to see a head when you can see like a caribou, like in Canada on a quarter, or you can see like you know other cool stuff like a polar bear if you're flipping a toonie or a loon if you're flipping a loony like you can just see much cooler stuff if you bet tails so there's just no point in betting heads um all right i feel happy about this pick because i have a i'm not gonna say self-proclaimed because he's never proclaimed it but i know for a fact he's a huge weekend fan eric crookshank uh first song that the weekend is going to play at halftime so eric you're a big big weekend fan probably the biggest weekend fan i know um I, I, I like the weekend. I like his older stuff a bit more. I'm not I'm not into his newer stuff as much, but obviously song of probably twenty twenty or was that even twenty nineteen end of twenty nineteen, most of twenty twenty, blinding lights. Very great song. Everyone loves it. You you can listen to it and everyone's gonna enjoy it. It's a very easygoing song. That is actually not the favorite. Starboy, which is again another song that you know everyone can listen to. They they just love it. That's the favorite at plus one fifty. Then we have blinding lights. At plus 175. I won't go through every song, but those are the two heavily favorites. Eric, you're the resident expert here on, on Mr. Abel, The Weekend. I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, so I'm not going to. Uh, what are we saying? What, where are we going? Are we going off the board, or are we going with one of the two heavy favorites? Well, okay, so it's it's tough because if uh, you know anything about The Weekend, he doesn't give anything away. And actually, just a bit before we started recording here, he just did a press conference uh, which was probably the most I think I've ever seen him talk in one sitting. It was very <laughs> interesting. Um, but he was giving nothing away. And I think why it's tough is because we've seen uh, over this past year with After Hours, the album, he's kind of carried the same persona, the guy with the, the red suit through all his music videos and stuff and his live performances. So it, it, it's interesting to see if he'll kind of carry that out and just stick with songs from After Hours or if he'll use this as an opportunity to play music from his entire catalog. And I think I'm leaning more towards that. So while there are better probably value, value picks, I guess, um, I, I think 175 plus 175 for Blinding Lights is a little weird. I, I, I'm thinking that's going to be a last song type of thing. I think we discussed I agree. that I agree. before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Starboy, if, it's really a toss-up. It, it, 
in terms of how you think this performance is going to go, but I think Starboy is a safe pick. So plus one th- 150 Starboy is, is the resident expert pick is, is Starboy off the album Starboy. Uh, Patrick, you're not as big into the weekend, I don't think, right? No, yeah. I mean, you like his stuff. You, I like the old stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So you like the old stuff, so maybe we'll have a similar pick here. Where are you going with first song by Mr. Weekend himself? Uh, just want to preface this. I'm definitely no expert. But looking yeah. back into a little recent history, uh, on the intros, the first song and like the intro to the halftime show has always been a spectacle, right? We yeah. got Travis Scott coming out of the meteorite. We have you know Lady Gaga flying in from yeah. whatever. The reason I don't like Starboy is because they already did Travis Scott in the meteor, right? Coming down. So I'm... I'm would kind of be I feel like that would fit Starboy as an intro, but okay. said all right. I did see something this week that he put up seven million of his own money to make the halftime show quote what he envisioned. Really, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I see that. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, that being said, I think that's gonna go towards the first song, the big intro, the big coming out right and listening to his songs i think the one that is great value at what is it plus a thousand i think we have the the exact same yeah is the hills that That, man bro that intro intro just work i think could work so well with like him coming out so that that's my value pick at plus a thousand is the hills it's also my favorite weekend song that is also my favorite weekend song so that's why i picked but my philosophy is the exact same. That intro is sick. You know, the lights are all dark. You just hear that come in. The lights come on. I don't know. Maybe that it's is a little pick. too. No, it, 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 it might be a little too not PG thirteen for the the Super Bowl yeah, crowd. That, you know, it is a bit of that. a vulgar song, right? But Eric, I mean, you're the expert. What do you, what do you think about that? So it's interesting when uh, he just did that press conference. He was asked about the vulgarity of some of his songs and if he okay. kind of cultivated the playlist to cater to all audiences and he said yes he wants to respect the platform that he hmm. is coming into so uh, but i mean the hills it's still uh, it was played on the radio all 2015 yeah, or whatever year it came out yeah, uh, yeah. There, there's ways of getting around that the, the one thing about the seven million dollars of his own money put into the performance it he talked about it in this press conference uh the stage is supposedly in the stands okay which i i don't know how that is happening or do you think he's on the pirate ship at raymond james stadium it's a possibility he said that he's trying to incorporate it into his performance i don't know how uh much it's going to be but it's uh it's definitely gonna be something to see i'm excited does he have any sea shanties in his catalog (laughs) (laughs) that might be a value pick I mean, you could. I mean, like on a boat, you could be like, "Watch out for the hills," right? You know, <laughs> that's what I'm Oh, yeah. All right. So basically, we have no. I mean, the first song. I I don't think you could bet on this last year with this. This wasn't an option, so it's kind of fun. I like this as a as an option. I have no idea where it's gonna go. He could literally go anywhere. He could even maybe go off the board here, and not pick one of these songs that's offered on in the main market here on Betway. But yeah. I think that's a fun little bet, uh, especially you know if. Because, like I said, this is probably like the most up. up it's hard. It's impossible to get any intel because there's he's never done a Super Bowl before. Yeah. And like you said, Eric, he's a very quiet, you know, closed off person kind yeah. of. So. Well, and the uh, songs that are on this list, I mean, some of them are just like no, 
like being a fan, no chance in hell he's playing them. I like, can't see him play. I feel it coming at the Super Bowl halftime. So that that's interesting. I think he actually yeah. could. Yeah. Really? Okay. I I, th- okay. I can see Daft Punk coming out with him. Okay. Okay. And, and playing Starboy and I feel it coming because they're both okay. featured on those songs. So that's one thing. That's true. That's um. True. But like, yeah, a lost in the fire, which is plus twenty eight hundred, was uh, a, I don't even think it's his song. I think it's Gesaffelstein, a, a yeah, German yeah. Pr- producer. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, weird selections there. I mean, hey, if you want to go really off the board, I'm sure this is in some market sidewalks. We get Kung Fu Kenny coming out, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I wouldn't I, say no to that. Yeah. I don't think anyone would. Uh, I would. I don't think Kendrick would. No, nah, I, I don't. I don't think Kendrick would come out. But that would be cool. All right, that that is. Uh, I'm glad we had that talk. That was very, very interesting. The the most intellectual debate we've ever had on yeah. the show is the first song of the halftime. Uh, let's get into more uh, very intellectual, you know, hot topic debate. The Gatorade shower color. This one is my favorite bet every year. I don't care who wins the game. I just care if I win this bet. I'm gonna go through the six options we have here. The heavy favorite this year is orange. Don't be fooled by the heavy favorite. Last year we saw orange again. Heavy favorite. Didn't pay out, I believe. Oh, no, pardon me. Red was the heavy favorite. Orange ended up being the Gatorade color, and it was, like, plus 700. So don't – I don't buy into – I think teams look at this, and they're like, all right, we're going to screw over America and do some other color. So, anyways, orange, plus 120. Red slash pink, plus 333. Lime green, yellow, plus 400. Clear slash water, uh, plus 450. Blue, plus 650. Purple, my personal favorite Gatorade type, plus 750. Uh, so like I said, everyone tries to do research last year. Everyone's like, oh, they only drink red Gatorade. Both these teams, it's going to be red and end up being orange. Like you can't really do research. They definitely have 18 different types of Gatorade on the sidelines. They're just going to pick whichever one they can <laughs> find first. Um, so guys, what, what do you feel the best with, with, uh, Gatorade color? Yeah. Much like you were saying, my first instinct was red, uh, but I, like I, I and my pick here, I might need to change live because I feel like I'm getting duped, oh, as you okay. said. Like I, I'm, I was going to pick orange. Uh, okay. I, it is the favorite because I, I, I think that's what they used last year. Um, uh, never, in ten years, last ten years, it's never repeated. Yeah, that yeah, that is true. So the color of the Gator is never repeated. Also, last year, why everyone was heavy on red was because at the NFC and AFC Championship game. Both teams had red, like there's pictures. Obviously, harder to get pictures this year with COVID, but there's red Gatorade on the sidelines. And then again, in the finals, it's orange. I think people saw, maybe saw orange Gatorade on the sidelines in one of the NFC or AFC championship games. So that's maybe why it's such a heavy favorite. But I digress. I might, I might just go with blue, to be honest. Plus 650. I I think I like the value there, especially, you know, that would just be everyone's thinking oh both of these teams have red in their their color schemes you know it uh, that's yeah. why it's a heavier favorite but uh i can see big red being dumped in some big blue gatorade uh once this game is over <laughs> all right i like that pat yeah blue i'd love for two reasons one the value at a uh, plus 650 great value and two blue delicious um, oh i i'm feeling it's flavor. gonna be it's gonna be an og it's gonna be one of the og fours right last year yeah. i was really banking on the long shot of like one of the new frost purple. colors i was yeah certain it was i was big on purple that's, yeah. yeah but didn't turn out it it's is it's very rare i think one of the last 10 years has been a non-traditional four color yeah. when i say four blue orange red uh lime green right yeah so i'm, I'm going with blue 
Also, it doesn't differentiate between what we think of blue as like the classic four blue and yep. that light blue frost Ooh, color. That's true. Right? That so true. you kind of have two bases covered. Yeah. yeah, if they go original, like original blue or like a new blue, you're kind of getting extra value, possibly yeah. two like two colors under one here. So yeah. yeah, I really like blue. Well, if we're talking about multiple colors, I'm gonna go with the one that gives you three. So you have the OG lime, you have green true. apple. You have green apple, and then I believe they have a in the states. I think they have a yellow pineapple one as well. Yeah, don't, don't quote me on that, but I believe lime green yellow covers three different types of Gatorade, and again incorporates the OG with the lime. But then it also gives you the green apple. The green apple is delicious, by the way. I don't know if you've ever had it, but yeah. I'm a big green apple Gatorade fan. Uh, I and I believe they have a yellow pineapple one. I could be wrong. If not, whatever. You still get two for one value there, plus four hundred. It's an OG four, like you said, Pat. I, I like lime there. I think it works well with both their color schemes. They have, you know, the Chiefs have a bit of yellow in theirs. The Bucks not so much, but I believe the Bucks are wearing white and the Chiefs are wearing red, or maybe I have it backwards. But either way, uh, I think the yellow looks good on white or red, no, no matter who it's getting dumped on. So uh, I, I like that plus four hundred. So we're, we we have blue and, and yellow and lime here. Is that is that our consensus here? Yeah, I yeah I. I'll, I just want to say, I, I just think I think Andy Reid would look best drenched yeah. in blue. You know in what blue? I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's very, I, I do agree because it's a very different color to the red. It definitely stands out. It's like a good shower. You know, like yeah. it, it looks it looks appealing. And no one wants to see clear or, or white. That That's – or or not white, no. uh, water. Uh, transparent, uh, so to speak. Uh, no one wants to see that. So – yeah, I'm, I'm glad we all agree there. Or not agree, but I'm glad we all want to see an OG4. Purple, yeah. I really thought they were going to do purple last year again, try and market it a little bit of subliminal marketing there by, by Gary, but uh, didn't end up happening. So there's all the like fun, unconventional bets you can bet on for the Super Bowl. This you can bet on for every game. Most people don't for every game, but a lot of people do it for this game. I know I do. Uh, in the last couple of years, I've done it. First play of the game, are we going to see a pass or are we going to see a rush? The, uh, if you're if you're going pass, it's plus 100, so two to one. If you're going run, it's minus 138. So exact same scenario we have with the anthem here, the same odds basically. Uh, Eric, are we seeing a pass on the first play of the game, or are we seeing a rush? Well, uh, a, a common theme here with a lot of these bets is uh, I, I just want to say I lost a lot of money this season, so I'm yeah. uh, I'm making safer picks here. I, I think the run is the. Uh, the the obvious choice for a couple of reasons i okay this is also i didn't really think about this this is also assuming that uh the chiefs get the uh the ball first so that's um interesting but i think um for mahomes we've seen especially earlier on in the season he kind of took a backseat to the the run game but he would come out when they needed him to so uh, i'm kind of banking on the fact that they they just feel things out in the first uh quarter and then they just come alive later on so i'm gonna go with the uh the run game unless they do some okay. crazy crazy stuff and just throw like a hail mary pass to tyree kill which i wouldn't put it past uh andy reed and mahomes hello okay uh i think we might have lost pat briefly so i will fill in as, okay. as his as his connection reestablished. <laughs> i'm gonna go i i'm banking on Oh, I believe we have Pat back. I'll go first, and then we'll go to Pat. Uh, I'm banking on uh, the Chiefs winning the coin toss. Th- this this is me banking on them winning this because I-, I think the Bucks are going to run regardless. But 
I can see the Chiefs winning and then them throwing an 80-yard pass downfield to Tyree Kill so in the first play. Just yeah. get them, you know, get them accustomed. It's like, hey, listen, Tampa, I know you've got a pretty good defense, but we got the fastest guy in the world. Uh, not really, but one of the fastest guys in football. So I could see them just, you know, trying to catch that Tampa Bay defense lacking. So I'm going to go pass plus 100. That's decent value. Um, just because Andy Reid gives zero crap, zero fucks. Like, he does not care. Yeah. So I would not be shocked if they do, like, a play action, 80-yard bomb downfield to Tyreek Hill, see what happens. Uh, so I'm going to go pass plus 100. Pat, I think you agree. Yeah, sorry for the technical difficulties, but, yeah, I'm riding pass here too. Uh, I think either way, I, I, if the Chiefs, when the Chiefs get the ball first, they're – 100% passing. Not a doubt in my mind that they're All right. they're, okay. they're passing. Uh, they, they, just just to just to preface this, they have run on the first play of every game so far in the postseason. That does not matter to me. Okay. That that that's that's yeah, that's that's nonsense. <laughs> that is nonsense. Uh, you know the stigma the stigma around the Chiefs is, <laughs> I mean, going back to their last playoff run was that they uh, that they get behind early and they need to come back. And I think they want to break that stigma. Okay. I think they want to show that Patty Mahomes is good to go and that he's going to be firing all cylinders. So they're, yeah, they're starting off with a, I'm going to say they're going to start off with a 15 yards to Kelsey on a little in route uh, right off the bat. And if it's the, if it's the box, I, I, I kind of like it the same. I, I think they uh, want to show that Tom Brady still has that gun. I, I'm really liking pass, especially with the value here. As they, uh, they, they passed first last week against, the buck or uh, the Packers, but in the two games prior to that, they did run first. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what we get here. Uh, usually it is run. It, I think it's been run like the last three years, just because teams, you know, you don't want to risk throwing an interception on the very first play of the Super Bowl. No, it's never really a great look. Um, I mean, Peyton Manning, uh, you know, taking the safety on the very first play of the Super Bowl in 2013, <laughs> that, that wasn't a good look. And I, I think teams are maybe a little scared of, of that happening to them. So they're a little more conservative these days. Okay, that, so the first play, Pat and I are going past. Eric's going a little more conservative with the rush. First touchdown score of the game. Uh, so this will also be, I guess, saying which team you think is going to get the first touchdown of the game. Eric, where are we going with this? Uh, I was honestly thinking of taking Mahomes here at plus 1,600. But I think uh, for this game, the Chiefs probably only really want him running in the open field where they, they know that he doesn't have a great chance of getting knocked. Um, yeah, I agree. So I, I think Kelsey and Gronk has been a matchup a lot of people have been talking about. And um, like I said, I, I'm banking on the Chiefs are going to get the first score. So I, I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey here. I think he punches uh, punches the first one for the Chiefs. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping the Chiefs get the first, get the ball first, but I don't think they're going to score on their first drive. Or I think they're not going to score a touchdown on their first drive. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking field goal. But uh, – and then Tampa is going to get the ball. They're going to drive down. And Cameron Brait is going to get the first TD of the game at plus two, plus twenty two hundred. Love yep. that value. Um, he's I know like you just uh, you just mentioned that the the matchup of Gronk and Kelsey has really been talked about, and Cameron Brait I think is more of uh, more important to that pass de- that pass offense for the Bucks than Gronk is. I think he's kind of starting to solidify himself and definitely moving forward next season will solidify himself as that number one option at tight end. So that's who I think Brady's going to look for in the red zone. I have the same value as you, Pat, but I'm going with a different player. I'm going Scotty Too Hotty Miller plus 2,200. Uh, guy's been guy's fast. He's really fast. And I think he's going to be able to burn someone in secondary. I say a nice 40 yard bomb. Uh, 
I think, yeah, I agree. I think Chiefs get the ball to start. They kick a field goal. Tom comes to midfield. Nice little deep bomb to Scotty. Tutty. Plus 2,200. I think that's good value. He's had a touchdown his last two games down in the postseason. Uh, I really don't think you can go wrong with any of the big guns either, though. Kelsey, Hill, Godwin, Fournette, Evans. I don't love Clyde Edwards-Alaire, but I like Darrell Williams uh, a bit more, or Darrell Williams. Um, Rob Gronkowski is, I mean, a decent shout as well. I think any of those big guns, um, you you really don't know. Um, I think any of those guys are are a a solid bet uh, for the first touchdown score of the game. If you want to get really, really freaky, Anthony Sherman plus 8,000. I kind of like that, his first touchdown score. You know, maybe they get the ball in the one-yard line. They give the the fullback a little handoff, get a touchdown in the Super Bowl. That would be pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's uh, – I, I think this is probably the hardest bet of the day or arguably one of the hardest bets of the day just because there's so many weapons on both sides of the field. I'm sure you both agree with me here that you really don't know who it's going to go to. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. That's that. Uh, let's let's head to the end of the game now, gentlemen. How, uh, the game over under fifty six points. Obviously, don't tell me who's gonna win yet. We're keeping this. We're keeping this under tabs. But fifty six points. Are we going over on this? Are we going under on this? Eric, what are we thinking? Fifty six uh, is a lot of points, but I, I think I'm gonna take the over here. Um, I I really like the. Uh, the offensive weapons that both teams have but uh, obviously i like the, the chiefs weapons more and i think that they are just going to adapt really well um to whatever kind of defensive strategies that tampa uh, puts their way um so i'm really just banking on the chiefs running up the score here so uh yeah i'm gonna take the over i'm going the under when it was at when i believe it opened at 53 i was a bit uh flip floppy but now that it's gone up to 56 i I really like the under, um, especially with, you know, uh, Mahomes not being what we assume is 100%. Honestly, I have no idea he, what he's going to He might be back to 100 now. I might he, yeah, he might be. He might not be. Even then, that's, you know, 56 is like a lot of points for two good offensive teams. But, yeah, I, I just think uh, Super Bowls are weird, man. Super Bowls, they yeah. they tend to not go the way that you think they're going to go. And I think – a lot of a lot of people are thinking the over because of you know the the star-studded quarterbacks and offensive weapons that they all have. It, it's kind of all pointing to the over, but I just got a funny feeling about the under. I like that. Sometimes you got a feeling, and sometimes you got to trust it. I'm going over. Uh, both these offenses are very high-powered, and these defenses not they've got you know they got big play capability on defense, but they're not consistently great on both these teams. Uh, they they are prone to give up a big play. They're prone to give up. Uh, you know, large chunk plays throughout the, you know, midfield. Uh, and I agree. I think each team could come up with two or three interceptions by the end of this, but that doesn't mean that there isn't going to be a ton of scoring as well. Um, I think I think it's going to go over 56. Um, yeah. Okay, so we got two on the over, one on the under. I like that, a little bit of diversity. All right, here, here's where we get into our actual picks for the biggest game of the NFL season, the spread pick. Uh I mean, I guess you could pick Tampa plus three, but think Kansas City's still going to win. But that would be uh, that'd be pretty gutty if you were going to do that. But all right, guys, uh, Tampa Bay, like I just said, are plus three. Kansas City are minus three. Eric, the Kansas City Chiefs fan, seeing his team in a Super Bowl, back to back Super Bowls, can they do it? What's he saying? Uh, yeah, they're they're definitely going to cover three. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, this past week, everyone thought that the game against the Bills was going to be a lot closer than it was. Uh, and I think the perceptions are much like that for this game. Just look at the spread, like you're saying. Uh, 
don't get me wrong, the Bucks have played well, but I don't think their offense uh, has the, the the firepower to kind of keep up with the amount of options that the Chiefs have, like Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, McCole Hardman, Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and Mahomes, who can just do it himself if they really want him to. Uh, there's just so many ways that they can beat you, and I, I just don't think that they have the weapons to really compete. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs minus three. Yeah, I'm right with the Chiefs too. Um, I've rode with them this entire offseason. It's worked out. Um, but on the opposite side, I've kind of been betting against Tom Brady, even though every time I give my pick against Tom Brady, I preface it by saying oh, I'm betting against Tom Brady again, <laughs> which I don't like. So, And that's always kind of, you know, well, I kind of worked against me this entire playoff run. I pretty sure i picked the other team that the bucks were playing every time and you have yeah yeah and, and obviously the bucks have won every time uh but that's a little bit of a different story you know what i mean this is you know it's the kansas city chiefs it's the best offense that we've seen in recent memory you know what i mean uh it's it's a completely different monster and also going to kind of use a strategy of you know whenever you lose a bet you your next one you double it right so i'm kind of doubling down on the betting against Tom Brady, even though it's usually a dumb thing to do. But I think in this case, the betting against Tom Brady isn't to the level of betting against Patrick Mahomes, and I'm much more scared to bet against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid than I am to bet against 46-year-old Tom Brady. But, you know, watch it after. 43-year-old. 43-year-old. Give him his respect. He's still old. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Chiefs here. I'm not as confident as Crook is. Uh, I could definitely see there's a lot of avenues for the Bucks to win this game, honestly. Like, there is, but I think when it really comes down to it, the strengths of each team, there's, yeah, there's just too much firepower on the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, I think they covered three. I want, I want to know, what do you guys think I'm going to pick? Eric, you're gonna, you think you're I'm going to take the Bucks. You're yeah, you're going to take the Bucks, and you're—I'll be damned. You're right. How <laughs> the fuck are you going to bet against Tom Brady in a Super Bowl? <laughs> uh, Unless he's playing the Eagles, I'm not betting against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Like, is, I, I don't uh, care that they have the worst team. They have Tom Brady, who's won six of these and nine tries, and he has four Super Bowl MVPs, and those in those six victories. I no, no, <laughs> no. Like, I don't care. Everyone wants to count out Tom Brady. I, listen, I hated Tom Brady until I went to Tampa Bay, and I have this newfound respect for this guy. I remember the Atlanta Super Bowl. Everyone's like, "No, nah, Atlanta's going to do it. They're 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 the better team." No, Atlanta chokes. I I can see a similar situation. The Chiefs get a big Tampa, and the boys come back. Give me Bucks plus three. Give me Bucks money line. Eat your oh. heart out. I I the Bucks are going to win this football game. Tom Brady's going to get his seventh. Super Bowl, and to tease my MVP pick, he's gonna get his fifth MVP as well. Tom Brady's wow. gonna have one of the okay. best Super Bowls of his career in this game. Listen, hey, I you better hope that Gatorade if money you're pays betting out. against Tom, if say. you're betting against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, I don't know what to tell you. It, it, it statistically, you can look; he's six and three, which means there's a sixty-six percent chance he's gonna win this game. And I like that more than Mahomes, even though he technically he's one and zero, so that's a hundred percent chance. But yeah. let's look at. But let's look at Tom Brady's and Patrick Mahomes' head-to-head career matchups. Three games, all in favor – or, sorry, three games, two in favor of Tom, one in favor of Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, the most recent one going to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, actually, pardon me, it's four. 
uh, and it's two two. So this doesn't make any sense anymore. The most recent two have gone, but I don't care. All right, I'm going Tom Brady. This this Bucks team has been the better or the more impressive team for me in the playoffs. Their defense looks better than the Chiefs. Their offense is nowhere near as good as the not nowhere near as good. Remember what it's they did to the Bills? The remember when when you picked the Bills too? I do remember when I picked the Bills. Oh. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. The Bills pick was a tough one to swallow. I really the Bills didn't play a great game though. They really they really didn't. But Tampa, nah, Tampa's gonna win this game. Different. It's a different beast. All right. Hey, listen. I have faith in Tampa. You guys have faith in Mr. Mahomes. We we're allowed to have our differences. Let's hear our MVP picks here. If if we're so confident, I I assume you're both going Mahomes because it usually goes to a, to a quarterback. Pat shaking his head. Crook also shaking his head. Do we have two non quarterback picks here wow all right let's see who we're going so okay my my pick is uh i'm i'm actually open to changing it but <laughs> all right like i'm i'm going to go with travis kelsey so i i don't think a tight end has actually ever won it right i don't, I don't think that's uh let me look keep talking i'll look it up yeah but i think not only do i think he's gonna have a massive game because he's played so well throughout these playoffs already and i can just see that momentum carrying into into this game but uh the voting itself is so subjective and i can see that they they kind of want to if it comes down to it they might want to award the first ever uh, tight end to travis kelsey just out of respect of how well he's played throughout his career and this season especially um yeah no no career tight ends have ever won it the most recent non-quarterback to win it was Julian Edelman uh, as a wide receiver. And then the most recent non-offensive player to win it was Vaughn Miller in Super Bowl mm. 50. Now, so there's a like – the other pick is probably Mahomes, but I, I would be wary if either of you guys have Tyreek Hill as your pick because uh, I think the Bucks do a really good job of defending uh, deep ball passes. I'm pretty sure they were like – the best, They're one of the best in the, in the league, league. Yeah. Uh, yeah. throughout the playoffs with passes of like 20 yards or more. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be Kelsey for me at plus 1,000. I think that's good value. Yeah. Uh, I, have the, I have the same pick, but for different reasons. Not – well, obviously I have faith in Travis Kelsey, but you guys got to remember that there are three things in life that are, inev- are inevitable. Death, taxes, and 85 is going to be open. Chad Ochocinco can't get up anymore. He's retired. But his pick for his Super Bowl MVP, which he said is the he's most confident in like any pick ever. He's like incredibly confident in this. It's Travis Kelsey. So I'm riding with Bengals great Chad Ochocinco, Chad Johnson on his pick, and I'm riding with Travis Kelsey. Because he can't get up anymore. He's he's not IHOP anymore, but he's he's picking these things. And you can you can't. He's, Death taxes and 85 is going to be open. 85 is going to be right on his pick. So I'm rolling with Chad Ochocinco and taking Travis Kelsey. All right. I mean, I already said who I picked. I'm going Tom Brady for his fifth career Super Bowl MVP. Uh, listen, boys, it's going to be sad when I have to laugh in both your faces come <laughs> Sunday night at 11 p.m. when Tom Brady's lifting his fifth, fifth Super Bowl MVP trophy. I, listen, if it wasn't him, if this Bucks team had any other quarterback, I yeah, I probably wouldn't be betting on the Bucks. But it's Tom Brady. Like I, I, I just I can't go against him, even though he's the old bull, and the young calf is looking to take over. I still think the old bull has one more 
great game in him. Not one more. He's probably has a couple more great games in him, but he has one more great Super Bowl game in him. And I think it's I think it's this Sunday. So I, I'm going with Tom plus one eighty seven. Not really great value. Usually goes to a quarterback. But uh if you're looking for <clears throat> pardon me, for something a little more off the board, you know, if you want to get a little a little spicy with it. Let's say maybe you want to go defensively. Uh, we've seen in the last decade two defensive players. One, Malcolm Smith uh, on my Seattle Seahawks, the most hilarious Super Bowl MVP of all time. Uh, if you want to go, you know, really, really off the board, and I'm I'm saying really off the board here, Sean Murphy bunting plus twenty thousand. A hundred dollar <laughs> bet makes you twenty thousand dollars. This guy's had an interception in every game so far in the playoffs. Uh, and he's been playing really well. So maybe he has a pick six and then like another interception and a forced fumble. That would probably win you Super Bowl MVP. So if you want to go really off the board there, but I, I that's really off the board. Well, right. even with that one, uh, Bucks, Bucks defense or special teams to score anytime is plus 550. So if you're confident in that yeah, pick, then that's, that's another one that, you know, you might want to you want yeah. to sprinkle on too. Definitely. Yeah, uh, I can see other defense scoring a touchdown in this game. I think I not that uh, like not just because of the quarterback play, but I could see like a fumble being scooped up for a touchdown, or yeah, an interception for a touchdown would not surprise me. All right, so we gave our MVP picks uh, <laughs> to much to much uh, dismay here for you guys. Uh, I we're gonna give two more, two or three more each, just prop bets we like, and then we're gonna end the show. Let's try and predict. Give your prediction for what the final score of the game is going to be. Is is the final thing we're going to do? But for now, uh, what are some prop bets that we're liking? Like I said, there's prop bets for literally how many breaths a player is going to take in the fourth quarter of a game. I'm just kidding. There's not, but you you would think there is with the amount of prop bets we have for this one. So, uh, what what are some of the other props we like for this one, Joe? Um, Patrick, how about you go first? Ah, uh, okay. Well, um. I have mine ready if you want me to. Yeah, you, you yeah. I, Okay, all right. I like Patrick Mahomes' longest completion over 40 and a half yards. I, I feel that I, th- I believe that's minus 110. Or no, sorry, plus, plus 110. Uh, I think there's a decent chance that Tyreek Hill or someone, McCole Hardman, one of those speedsters on the outside, gets open. And uh, I think, yeah, I think that, that, that I feel good about that one. My second one I like is uh, Leonard Fournette over 49 and a half rushing yards. He's been beasting in the playoffs. Playoff Lenny is the if they coined the nickname for him. And uh yeah, I I can't see the starting running back for Tampa not having over 50 rushing yards in this one. Uh, that would be kind of weird to me. <clears throat> as much as this game's gonna be dominated by the pass, but I think uh, I think the rushing game will also probably play a big part in it. So I like, yeah, Mahomes over longest completion over 40 and a half yards, and then Leonard Fournette over 49 and a half rushing yards. Uh are either of you ready to give your I, yeah, I I can hop on. Right, yeah, I like that Leonard Fournette pick. Um, okay. I only have one other one that I'm really confident, in, and that's on uh, interception. So the over under for both QBs is obviously 0.5. So Patrick Mahomes over 0.5. So for Mahomes with a one interception is plus 140, which I think is great value for uh, a guy who has you know. He's thrown interceptions, I believe, in his last two weeks. So exactly, yeah. and yeah. yeah, so for over yeah, 0.5, so to throw one pick, yeah, plus 140, great value on that. Um, Brady, Brady under is point is uh, plus 140. So if you're on the Nige train that you're thinking, you know, Bucks are gonna win and Tom Brady's gonna dominate and have a really really good game without an interception, that's that's another pick. If you're feeling, okay. I personally am not going to touch that because I think Tom Brady's going to throw 
two or three picks this game. Um, I agree. I, I think you can throw some picks, but I still think you can win MVP. Just because yeah. you throw picks doesn't mean you don't win MVP. Uh, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But, yeah, that's what I'm most confident with is Patrick Mahomes over right. uh, 0.5. I like that. Crook. Okay. Uh, so I got one here. I got Mike Evans nine-plus receptions at plus 700. Um, I feel I like, like if, if Brady – if like Patrick said, if you're on the Brady train and uh, you, you want to see them do well, I think Mike Evans is going to play a huge role if they want to get that offense going. So I think that's good value there. At plus seven hundred, um, hmm, I'm just looking at them here. I'm gonna go with Travis Kelsey and Chris Godwin both to get 110 plus receiving yards. Um, yeah, no real uh, crazy reasoning for that, but good value. Yeah, I mean Travis Kelsey's, I, I, I like he's put, I believe on, on, yeah, on, on the year. Holy crap, on the year to date. Uh, he, I believe, if you bet over on his receptions prop for every game, you would be up like 28 units right now, or something <laughs> crazy like that. Like he so he does crazy. it like every game. So uh, I think over on yeah, Travis Kelsey receptions is probably a, a fairly safe bet. All right, gentlemen, to end off the show here, what is going to be the final score of the Super Bowl? You can bet on what you believe the final score is going to be. So um, obviously, like we don't have to say the odds, but j- just say what you think the final score of the Super Bowl will be in favor of who. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 38-24 Chiefs. All right, I like that. So the same score they beat the Bills by last week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Exact same score. I'm going 17 for the Bucks, 28 for the Chiefs. Okay, I like that. I'm going 34-31. Bucks. I think it's gonna be a close one. I think Ryan Suckup's gonna hit a game-winning field goal, uh, to win it. Like as time expires, I'm gonna say a 48-yarder to win it as time expires. Tom Brady has one last legendary drive in him, and the Bucks win by three. And I'm right, and you guys look dumb. Uh, nah. I don't know what's gonna happen. I think it's gonna be a great game. I hope it's a great game. I don't want to see a 38-24 game like Crook said. I'm sure he does as a Chiefs fan though. But as a neutral, I'd really like to see a close contested game anything like last year's would be great anything like the year before would be great actually wait no it was the year before brutal i can't even think what was two super bowls ago oh yeah no not like rams uh, yeah, not like sucked. rams no 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 do not be like rams uh patriots patriots no please be like eagles patriots if you're gonna be like any recent super bowl because that one was probably my favorite one in the last five years um all right we appreciate you tuning in uh, Super Bowl Sunday, get your bets in. Even if you're not a big better, you got to get in on Super Bowl Sunday. Get someone to make your bets for you. It's the most fun day to bet all year. Uh, makes the game a lot more interesting than what it already is, in my opinion. Especially, you know, waiting to see what the Gatorade color is going to be, waiting to see what song the weekend's going to play. Um, you know, the length of the anthem, you get to time it at home and everything. It just adds a little bit more fun to your, to your viewing experience, in my opinion. So, best of luck for your bets this weekend, everybody. Let's all get rich. Uh, Clearly, we have some divide here on the show. So some of us are going to get rich. Some of us will not. But uh, we will see you next time. I appreciate you for tuning in. And we'll see you next time, like I said. Bye. Winner, Gagnon.